milk, yummy mummy, geriatric mum. How the f- did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace, and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. I really do hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, your host. This week I'm running behind. So if you actually listen to these, as they're supposed to come out on a Monday morning and a Thursday morning, we're on Thursday and it's at around 9.30 in the morning. So I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to post this last night. In fact, I didn't even get a chance to record it. Um, I like to try and do my podcasts so they're really relevant and try and do them at least sort of like like the day before uh, they actually need to go out or at least 24 hours if I need to give myself a bit of time. I don't like to record them weeks and weeks in advance, but I've had a very full-on week. It's been to the point where I've not really been on social media much this week. On Mondays, we go to gymnastics. So I've got a little three-year-old boy called Roman and um, he loves to trampoline. And I mean, he's really good at it, really good at it. And everyone who sees him is like, oh my God, he's amazing. He is oh, he's only a little tiddler, of course, but his strength is incredible. But like it's his core strength uh, and his balance. But Roman can really throw himself around the trampoline. So on a Monday, we go to a trampoline. So we go to gymnastics, basically, on a Monday. But we've got our own big size trampoline outside. And he's got like a little, like a rebounder trampoline in the house, which has got a handle on it. So we can bounce on it. So yeah, he's been, it all started with a jumperoo. Uh, about six months old, I got him a jumperoo. And from then onwards, we've progressed into a, a smaller trampoline. He's got a big trampoline inside, bigger trampoline outside. And then we go trampolining once a week. But he had an accident on Monday and it's been shit. So he was on the tumble track, which is, again, a bouncy tumble track where they sort of learn to do flips. Obviously, he's not doing anything like that. Um, it's just a chance for him to enjoy himself. Um, and he basically fell off the tumble track and he's cracked, his, he's cracked the left side of his face. And oh, my Lord, he was so upset. He was so upset. He's in tears. He's got a bit of, of course, he's got bruising. It's not as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Um, I think I've actually struggled more than Roman. I have really struggled. I could cry right now. I'm not going to I'll keep my shit together. Um, I've really struggled more than Roman um, because there's just nothing worse than seeing your little, you know, your baby hurt. Absolutely nothing. And I kept my shit together the whole time. The girls at gymnastics were so lovely. They put a cold compress on him and everything. Um, he's definitely had a bit of a confidence knock um, at first when it happened on the Monday. And um, as I was all, I was fine until I got in the car and then I phoned my husband, Scott, and then I just lost it. And Scott was Scott's so good. And he's like, baby, keep it together. You're okay. He's all right, baby. He's all right. And Roman's in the background going, ah, because Roman's not talking yet. So it's just lots of shouting. And he's as if to say, I'm all right, daddy. I'm okay. Um, it was mummy that basically just lost the plot. 
But anyway, he's been sleeping with me, slept with me for a couple of nights and uh, yeah, he's fine. You can't have all three of us in our bed because Roman is so big. He literally, he starfishes. So if you, and my husband and I are both tall, my husband's six foot two, then you've got a starfish three-year-old who's about the size of a six-year-old and then me and I always like to think that I'm six foot, but obviously I'm not. I'm just five foot seven carrying a bit of extra weight <laughs> with a roll. Um, yeah, so bless Scott, he slept on the sofa. And then Ro and I had the bed, but yeah, he's, he's fine. Do you know what was so beautiful? I went, um, he, he lost his confidence. He didn't really want to get on his trampoline straight away. And so I went and did my bike in the garage on Tuesday night, like a couple, like, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. No, it was Tuesday, Tuesday night. I went and got my bike in the garage. And then, um, I took Milo with me, who's our little Jack Russell. He's, you know, he goes everywhere with one of us and left Milo outside the door. Um, and then I opened the door and Milo was there waiting for me. And I said, hang on, I can hear Roman. Where's Roman? Anyway, it's like 9.30 at night. And he's, Scott is so cute. He's put him in this, he's got a little Sherpa jacket. So Rose in his pyjamas with his Sherpa jacket on. And it's such a lovely warm evening anyway. And he's gone and sat on his trampoline with him outside. And he's like, I just wanted to help him build his confidence again. Oh my God, Roman was over the moon just to be sat with his daddy running around on the trampoline. And it's got a big net around it anyway, so it's all safe. Um, Yeah, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. It's honestly, it's me. I've really struggled this week. And that's where I just sometimes just do I try and avoid conversation. If people are like, oh, are you all right? I will. I would have just started crying and then it would be like, oh, yeah, Roman's had a fall. But actually, it's not that bad. And it really isn't. He's had a bump. And this is, so I'm so glad I saw my mum on Tuesday because mums and grandmas, they just have the best advice, don't they? And mum went, oh, my God, Sally, come on. Come on, Sally, he's all right. And he's like so happy to see his grandma. And I'm like, but he fell off. Mum's like, oh, bloody hell, Sally. And like, seriously, like I had some, <laughs> apparently. I had some serious accidents as a kid, my mum said. I felt, I felt, I went riding my mum's bike about the age of five. I thought I could get on it, yeah. Mum said, you took my shopper. <laughs> I did, I nicked my mum's shopper. I mean, who the fuck steals a shopper bike of all things? And it had a basket on the front as well. And I basically took my mum's shopper and went down the hill with it and fucking went over the handlebars, cut all my leg open, had to go and have an x-ray. I mean, an x-ray in the 1980s was not as glamorous as what it is today. Uh, so yeah, my mum said, God, she said, you were, I, apparently I was a nightmare. So yeah, we're all good. We're all good. It's just me being a mummy and being incredibly emotional. But do you know what? When you've, and this is, this is what I said to my mate the other night. I said, when you've worked so hard to bring that little person into this world, it just, and it doesn't matter really, it, you know, when it's yours, it means everything to you. So yeah, when they say, oh, you can't wrap him up in cotton wool. <laughs> I'm sorry, I beg to differ. <laughs> anyway, so that's why this is all running a bit late. Do you know what? If you're listening to this in a year's time, you're probably thinking, what the fuck's her problem? Why is she worried about being late? I don't care. <laughs> anyway, I have to tell you this. I had a really lovely message this week from a friend, Michelle. She was on her way down to London. And she's, uh, she's. I love it when people message me. I really genuinely do mean that. I love it when people reach out and drop me a message, say that they're listening to the podcast and what's really resonated with them the most. And she said, I'm literally um, went for a wee with my AirPods on, catching up with your podcast, and you're talking about the comfort of wearing a swimming costume when you're on the way to the swimming pool. And she said, and you pull your gusset to one side to go for a wee. She went, I should you not. I'm on the train to London, pulling my gusset to one side as I'm listening to that exact bit. (laughs) Oh, it's the joys of being a lady, isn't it? I mean, seriously, when it comes to going to the lavatory as a woman, it is far harder than going to the lavatory if you're a gentleman. If it's for a number one, of course. 
Because I'll be honest with you, I think that ladies' public loos are vile. I mean vile. They are disgusting. Not all of them. Not all of them. Okay. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girls, but I'm just going to be dead straight. I think in many occasions, women can be filthier than men. I truly think that. And I've peed in a lot of public places. Okay. But girls' toilets can be an absolute shit show. They can be vile to the point where... Okay, I'm not going to get too graphic here because you may be eating your breakfast or lunch, okay? But I am going to be quite relatable if you've peed in a public toilet before. So we all do this. Right now, in your head, when you go shopping, wherever you're going, whether it's the city centre, you're going to an outlet mall, or maybe you're going to a like a, a, a shopping centre, you know where your favourite public toilet is. And you actually plan it. As a woman, we plan it. As a mother, we have to because we need to know where the baby changing, the best baby changing facilities are and the cleanest ones. Are you, are you right now? You're probably thinking, yes, John Lewis. Or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> or something like that. You're thinking, oh, Marks and Spencer's is good. But it's true. You're thinking in your head. And it's, I do it. I do it every time. I go, it's like when, when I used to go out to a nightclub or when I used to go out on, wait for it, on the piss. When I used to go out drinking, like years ago in my 20s, I'd know exactly which toilet I'd want to go into and which bar and which ones I certainly wouldn't have gone into because they were just vile. Half the time, your shoes would be sticking to the carpet on the floor anyway by the bar. So God knows what the bogs used to look like. So, oh, by the way, if you don't live in the UK, the word bog, <laughs> which is one of my favourite words. Can I use your bog? <laughs> It means toilet. It's a lavatory. A water closet. A bog. Oh, it's a great word. Oh, let's embrace it more as Brits. Can I use your bog? So, yeah. Um, what was I saying? I got so distracted by the word bog. <laughs> it's a fucking good word. Yeah, so you'd know exactly which loo you'd like to go to. And it's the same. It, I think it carries you through life, really. My mum's done this for years. She knows exactly where her favourite toilet is and where she can pee and where she won't pee. Then... Well, let's be honest, There's, uh, we, we as women, we need to dispose of certain things, like I like to call it software. So we need to get rid of our software. Now, unfortunately, not every woman is considerate of every other woman when it comes to disposing of their software. So if there isn't the facilities that are provided for you to put your software in, oh, fucking hell, some women are just animals and they dump it down the sides of the toilets and oh, try to fly. Oh, my God. I don't need to say any more, do I, girls? I guarantee right now you're going, oh my God, Sally, I've seen this in XYZ and blah, 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 blah. And it's just disgusting. Women's toilets can be absolutely vile. And don't get me wrong, I've not actually been into a men's toilet. So I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what what they look like. But I, I can't imagine they, they, they could be as filthy as that, to be honest with you. But yeah, using a public glue as well. You have your own ritual. There's like a little ritual that you take in with you. My mum always said to us, this is Sandra, don't ever sit on a public toilet. It's had so many warm bums on it. You don't want your warm bum on there. So my mum taught us the art of hovering. So you hover. Oh my God, it's good for your thighs, your thighs and your core strength. But it's obviously if you get a bit older and when you're pregnant and everything, you start to rattle the cam, <laughs> like the sides of the cubicle if you're hovering and you have to sort of push the sides of the cubicle depending on where you are. But yeah, hovering hovering is an art. Um, there is also the gusset tug or the gusset swipe as well, where you pull your gusset to one part. And I've actually got a friend who says that she can't hover because her core strength can't handle it, which is true if you've had a c-section bloody hell that's brutal so she makes herself a small paper seat out of the toilet paper when she gets there and then she sits on the loo 
Because if you think about it, you go to the toilet to go for a wee and then you lit your ass literally is where hundreds of asses have been and you don't know what's on their ass. I mean, <laughs> that's obviously another show in itself. <laughs> this is the fucking best conversation ever. I can't believe I'm talking about toilets and asses. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh, well, at least I've cracked myself up today. Thank you. <laughs> if you're still listening, hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> it's true, though. It's so true. It's so true. We all have these like little rituals going to... Because we have to wee in public. I cannot not wee when I'm out and about. I can't wee. I don't know. My husband, he's like a fucking camel. He won't wee sometimes. We go out and I go, oh, God, I need to go for a wee. Do you need a wee? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, Scott, you seriously do need a wee. Come on. We did a nine and a half. No, it was longer than that. Ten hour flight to Mexico once. Scott didn't get up the whole way there because he refuses to pee in airplane toilets. He hates them. And actually, I do relate to him a little bit because they are disgusting. Airplane toilets have got to be the dirtiest, haven't they? Male or female, you're just getting in a cubicle just to basically um, relieve yourself. But they are the worst. And especially if you've got, I mean, you're obviously not allowed in the loo when there is turbulence, but you can't predict it. Um, but they're so small. They're so small, airplane toilets. And this whole mile high club, oh, I bonked in the loo. Did you really? How the hell did you get in there? How the hell did you get in there? How did two of you get in the toilet? You bonked by yourself? Seriously, I, I no, airplane toilets. And I get where he's coming from. Where he doesn't like the airplane loop, but sometimes you just gotta go. And I do believe you've gotta let, it's actually not healthy to keep it in, is it? And like Scott won't, I mean, we could really go down a different alley right now. Are you ready for this? We're going for a number two. We're talking about number ones at the moment, but number twos. Number twos in public. There's an awful lot of people that won't go for a number two in public. And they actually sort of reserve it in a spare tank internally, I think. <laughs> Until they get home. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm from the breed of people that when you've got to go, you've got to go. You just know where your nice loos are in public because you just can't keep it in. My, this is my other bugbear, right, about public loos, about the public bog, is hand washing. Now, I am a serial hand washer anyway. My hands sometimes can get so sore in the winter months because I'm always washing the bloody things. But I do wash my hands after I've been for a wee, okay? And... But, oh God, I remember when I used to work, this is years ago, I used to work at a supermarket when I was at university and I used to work on the customer service desk. And I remember, look, the, the men's and the ladies' toilets were right opposite, over the other side. But you could always tell a man who would come out of the loo and not washed his hands because he was still doing up his trousers coming out of the toilet. So you mean to tell me that you've washed your hands and then done your trousers up? No, you've just not washed your hands, have you? And then you're going to go and touch the fruit and veg. Oh, vile, vile, vile. Yeah, so that was, it was always men. You could always tell that. Don't get me wrong, guys, I'm not giving you a hard time. There's a lot of very clean men out there. But this is 20 years ago. Um, there was a lot of guys coming out of the loo doing up the trousers. So it just then, you know, had two and two together. They've clearly not washed their hands at all, have they? But I, I, I mean, I always wash my hands, but I have this real thing about hand dryers. I fucking hate them. I just think they are uh, like a germ fest. They're just awful. And it's, if you, you know, those ones that you dip your hands in, like, sooner like that. Have you actually looked in them? And there's looks like a drip tray at the bottom and it's just full of fluff and shit. They are awful. Hand dryers are, they, I think that hand dryers must be the most unhygienic part of the toilet. So you've washed your hands and then you've got to shove it where, and it's all touching where somebody else has put their hands as well. So what's the point? 
No, I'm a paper towel sort of person. And then you'll get people go, oh, but that's wasteful. Not if you're using recycled paper towels and then recycle those paper towels. Surely that makes more sense. Plus, it's so much more hygienic as well. So, yeah, I, oh, hand dryers. I'm, you're probably thinking exactly the same. But there's nothing worse than a weak hand dryer as well. You know, like an old box on the wall from like 1972. And it's like, does this work? And you have to waft your hands underneath it to try and get the sensor moving. And you're sort of moving around like you're doing a little dance in front of it. And then all of a sudden, it goes me <laughs> it's the least it's like this <sighs> how's that gonna dry my fucking hands it's so weak it's pathetic it's like i don't know why i've bothered just wipe it on myself but it's true it's like you either get these like ones that you've got to dip in or you get this <sighs> Oh, do you know there are some really bonuses though about public toilets and that is conversation like conversation in public loos is hilarious you can meet some of the best people going for a wee and I genuinely mean that I remember when I was working in radio up in Newcastle up on Tyne and I'll never forget that we used to go to this hilarious club that was the stickiest carpet ever but it was just absolute banter from the word you got in there and I'll never forget I went for a wee in the public toilet and it was when when you're on the loo and obviously, you know, you've had a far bit, a fair bit to drink. Pff, you, your own ritual goes out the window. You're sitting on the fucking bog, basically, with your bare ass because you're that pissed. And then all of a sudden, a little hand comes underneath and you get like a little knock on. Have you got any bog roll under there? And then you end up passing toilet roll to other club goers who want to wipe their ass. <laughs> it's just the best way. <laughs> I just don't think anywhere else does that, apart from the UK. It's literally passing loo roll underneath the uh, the cubicles so that you can all have a fresh uh, foof. But it is, and then you get out and then you're all chatting away to each other. And I'll never forget, we were in this nightclub once and the, the taps weren't working. So there was no water, so you couldn't wash your hands anyway. Well, like a lunatic that I was, I used to carry like, no word of a lie, little wipes with me like these little disposable wipes you know they used to get at the end of your kfc because i just used to take them with me i think one of them was a friend fresh a femme fresh actually from a lady garden in case he got out of control <laughs> nightclubs were very sweaty um and i'll never forget i handed one to this girl and she was like oh I'll tell you what if he's given us that here you go here's a fag <laughs> so i swapped a wipe for a fag <laughs> Oh, that's really kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> she was happy. She had fresh hands and I was smoking a cigarette quite joy- joyfully in the loo. I'm smoking fags in the loo. I mean, good God, that's clearly a while ago. Um, oh no, yeah, one of the best experiences in the toilet. I think I was, oh, this must have been my early 20s. So yeah, 20 odd years ago. And my, I was with my brother and his husband in Birmingham. And there's some fabulous drag acts in Birmingham. Like there was a, they used to take me to this bar and it was, the performance was just amazing. Like outfits and costumes were just fantastic. Um, and I mean, the drag queens were stunning. And I mean, really stunning. And I, I went and said, right, listen, boys, I've just got to go to the loo. Um, and I nipped to the loo and obviously did my sort of whatever and then got, got to the mirror whilst, you know, there's always, if, you, if you're lucky, you've got a good vanity mirror and a nice public toilet. So I'm putting a bit of lipstick on, sorting my face out and everything. And this gorgeous drag queen came up next to me and I thought, oh my God, look at her legs. I clearly look better than mine. Um, <laughs> she leaned over, she went, what shade is that, love? I went, well, I'm not fucking telling you because it looked better on you than me. And she went, <laughs> just pissed herself <laughs> it was just brilliant 
brilliant. But oh my God, honestly, talk about being belittled by a drag queen when you've got a six foot four drag queen that's got legs up to her armpits. <laughs> and I'm there in my Tammy girl skirt. I thought I looked fabulous with my sperm eyebrows anyway. I was doing the, I was doing the best that I knew how to do at the time. Okay, I need to go in a minute. But before I do, is anybody else being plagued by these little flies this summer? It started at the end of spring and they're like a little small. They look like a mosquito. I don't think they are a mosquito, but they're every fucking where. And they are absolutely all over my house. They're vile. They're vile little flies. Can you believe I opened the fridge the other day and one of the little bastards flew out? They're everywhere. I, I don't know what they are. I've even tried to take a picture of it, scan it, stick it on Google, whatever it is. But I've put it on social media and then a couple of my neighbours were like, yes, we've got loads of them. So I don't know whether it's where I'm living at the moment. But I was chatting to a friend who lives in the Midlands and they've got a problem with them as well. So it, it, they're like little bin flies or like mosquito-y things. I don't think they bite, but they just piss you off. They're absolutely everywhere. And I, oh God, do you know what? I've even tried to get, what are they called? Those citronella candles? Mm, they smell delicious, but they don't even get rid of them either. Eva? Where's that going? Eva, sorry. <laughs> Oh, I was having a bit of a, a rough moment there. I rather enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, they don't work. So I was going to get, wait for it, old school flypaper. So that's what I was considering doing is getting this like bit of old school flypaper and then realised, no, because if Roman gets hold of that, it's literally game over because that shit sticks to your hair and yeah, you've got to cut it all out and everything. So um one of my friends recommended for me to get along one of these little electric fly things. Yeah, that can't happen in our house. Scott will literally use that for fun on me. So <laughs> that's how wonderful our marriage is. <laughs> it's too tempting. Come off it. It would be too tempting. I'd, I'd want to whack in with it as well, to be fair. But yeah, if you've been played by these little bastards, let me know because they are absolutely all over. They they come in the house and they I can't believe that one of them was in the fridge. That really pissed me off. But then there seems to be loads congregating in the bathroom. So I've got I I just I don't really like fly sprays because when you have you ever I mean seriously, have you ever smelt a fly spray? I mean what the hell is in there? I mean that is some serious chemical shit, isn't it? So yeah, I don't really like to f- spray fly sprays, but I might have to, to be honest with you. What I am doing is I'm going to get some white sage and hopefully try and smoke the little bastards out and do a bit of saging in the house, get rid of some negative energy as well as these little flies. Oh, have you ever saged your house before? Oh, it's an amazing smell. I really like the smell of sage, right? I do a right good old... I've not done one for ages, uh, but it just clears everything out of the house. It's really... I, I love the way it makes my house smell. It just smells lovely. Um, often people have come around and gone, have you been smoking weed in here? No. But it can smell a little bit funky, so I completely get that. So I'm going to give that a go and um, and see if it works. Wish me luck. Have a fantastic week. If you are on Instagram, find me at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Can you believe that my, <laughs> no word of a lie, my I think I've shit the bed reel is nearly at 900,000 views, <laughs> which I'm so shocked about. But if you haven't seen it yet, you can find it on my page at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum on Instagram. Is there anything that you've related to today? <laughs> related to, honestly, this episode's just been about going for a wee. Uh, yeah, reach out. I always love a good message. If you've been sharing my podcast, I thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough for all the support. Again, I'm on Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I genuinely do appreciate all the shares, all the love and all the likes. And if you're listening on um, on Apple or Spotify, why don't you leave me a five-star rating or a review? Have a fabulous week and I'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me 
on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now.